What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Hey there, Big MX listeners. We're back in action. Uh, after three-week hiatus here, I was uh, out in um, Fort McMurray, Alberta, working uh, overnight shifts, so podcasts were very difficult. I uh, only had about 12 hours to uh, between shifts to get right back at it, um, and that included uh, getting home, sleep, the whole nine yards, so... Um, a little bit different schedule than usual, but uh, I'm back home here in Winnipeg and uh, and ready to start cranking out podcasts um, at, at the same frequency, that, uh, if not more, than uh, before we left. So um, uh, as a special guest for this trip, as kind of a, a kickstarter to get us back into the swing of things, uh, i got a very special guest today. Of course, uh, Davey Coombs is an absolute... Uh, He's a historian within the sport of motocross. He's passionate about it and uh, super knowledgeable. I always love having him on the show um, because he's got a, a ton of great insight and uh, always a, a few extra tidbits of information that uh, I think even the most uh, loyal motocross fan would find really interesting. So enjoy this podcast. Uh, rest assured that we're back at it 100% now uh, and we're ready to uh, rip these off at, uh, at record pace. But uh, thanks again for your patience and uh, looking forward to cranking out more of these as the weeks come. Enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by FMF and Fly Racing. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with us on the line, a very special guest. Goes by the name of Davey Coombs. Davey, welcome back to the podcast. It's been too long. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, th- I appreciate you taking our call. It's a Wednesday afternoon, and uh, now that Supercross, the last checkered flag has flown, uh, I think uh, I would most would agree that everyone's pretty much ready for uh, to head outdoors, uh, something that uh, your your average motocross fan can really relate to. That's the Nationals. That's what pretty much everyone grows up falling in love with, and uh, we're only about 10 days away. Yeah, it's been uh it's going to be a quick transition uh for everyone from from supercross to motocross, but you know, everyone kind of knows the drill. It's 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 neat to uh look on Instagram or or get online and see, you know, Eli Tomac and Marvin Muscan and Kenny Roxon and all them out actually doing motocross practice instead of doing uh those endless laps at the supercross test track. So, 
I'm getting excited. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, you know, having a couple championships start over and, and honestly not really having a, a, a standout favorite in either class. For sure. I think uh, especially with uh, the shakeup that we saw with Supercross and the results and, uh, and not only the results, but also the injuries of the sport. Uh, I think that uh, people are, are that much more excited about a, basically a clean slate. Uh, and it all goes down May, May 19th. Hangtown, which I know a, a track uh, that is kind of, it's close to your heart, a track that we've gone to for, it's got to be over 40 years. Yeah, Hangtown is actually celebrating its 50th anniversary. The, uh, the Dirt Diggers, which is the Hangtown uh, Motorcycle Club, <clears throat> it's the last track that's still run by a club, actually. Okay. And um, they, they, they predate the Nationals uh, by uh, a few years and um, ironically, uh, they were not part of the, the first national schedule in 1972. They didn't join until 1974. Uh, the, the neat irony is that um, the first ever 125 national was the Hangtown National in 1974. And this year, it'll see the return of a, of a 125 class, um, not an official championship or anything like that, but just a fun um, all-star 125 class race, uh, very much like the one that uh, Joey and the gang up in, in Washougal have been doing with the Dream Race, and uh, that should be a lot of fun and just add another layer of texture to the series. Absolutely, and let's talk about that for a second, because the 125 class is something that you and I talked about on the first time we had you on the podcast way back in 2015. Um, it's a tra- it's a, a bike that I think is vital to um, the, the grassroots of the sport, keeping uh, riders on, on those bikes and transitioning from uh, your super mini right up to, to a four, uh, 250F or 450. Um, how is this kind of, uh, like it, you've seen, kind of dipped your toes in, uh, with like last year and then added more to it. And uh, how have you seen that thing grow and, and noticed how it really has become something vital? Well, to me, it's always been something vital. And you know, we've been promoting 125cc races since my mom and dad got into this. Uh, there was just not a lot of time at the Nationals the way the schedule worked. And for a while, we've you know experimented with WMX races. We've had uh, the Glen Helen two-stroke race has been around for a while. Um, the dream races that I just mentioned that we actually uh, expanded from one to three last year, um, there's still going to be the 125 dream race, which is actually not uh, a part of the Nationals. That's right. a standalone event that they do at the end of the season, and that should be, you know, that's always a, a good time. Unfortunately, I'll be at Ironman and have to have to miss it, but um, we've always had 125 races. We've just never been able to fit them into the nationals there's been a 125 class at loretta lynn's for quite some time of course, yeah. um and uh so we do know that that the appetite is there uh we wanted to you know add a little time in something that would be part of the opening ceremonies um and also something that allows not only a, a platform for you know some up-and-coming uh good expert and intermediate riders but also some guys that are no longer professionals you know, Ryan Villapoto is going to be at Hangtown racing a, a YZ125, which I think is just fantastic. He's doing it for fun and because yeah. and, and, and he always wanted to ride one. And the irony is this will be the first time I've ever seen Villapoto ride a 125 because because he rode for Team Green, uh, you know, coming up through the ranks. He went from 
a Super Mini right to a, a 250F or a, a KXF 250 and uh, never had a 125 to ride because Cali wasn't making them at the time. So uh, it, it'll be it'll be fun and interesting. Uh, but 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 he he's already told me, hey, you know, his ex- expectations are to go out, have fun, say hi to some fans, and and uh, have a cold beer afterwards. So we're we're trying not to take it too serious. The serious racing is what you'll see in the 250 and 450 MX classes. Absolutely, and I think that kind of personifies uh, why we got into the sport in the first place. Is uh, the two strokes bring a lot of fun back to it, and, and a little bit of that carefreeness. But uh, when it comes to uh, lining up and the serious racing, we'll be back on four strokes as we have been for over a decade now. Um, and and the, the series is chock full of talent. A lot of guys coming back after injury. Unfortunately, losing a couple of guys out of the uh, the 250 class in Adam C and Cirillo and. Um, Martin Davalos, but for the most part, uh, a clean bill of health for a lot of riders and uh, a couple of extra opportunities to, for some standout performances by guys like uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, who's going to get some uh, a chance to show what he's got on the 450 before um, Justin Bowe comes back. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the, the nature of the sport uh, at times, uh, you know, and, and it happens in football, it happens in hockey, it certainly obviously happens in racing. Uh, when guys are competing at the highest level, they can and will get hurt. And, and we just saw just a really tough run uh, in the last few months. Um, actually, it goes back to you know the, the, the very beginning of uh, the Supercross series, but uh, it's not from a lack of effort, and it's not from a lack of planning, and it's not from uh, anything. Just Sometimes it's just plain bad luck, like what happened to Roxon when he collided with, with Cooper Webb. Right. Um, but but yeah, yeah you, you hate to hear uh, that someone like Adam Cincerilla, you know, is going to pass so that he can heal. But uh, anyone who's ever uh, torn an ACL meniscus, which I have, uh, man, I I can't believe he lasted this long <laughs> uh, without getting it fixed because that 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 is a painful uh, thing that is there literally with every step you take. And when you ride a dirt bike, uh, even with knee braces on you can just feel that shift and uneasiness so um i i wish adam well he's actually one of my favorite guys out there just because he's uh, uh always a, a pleasure to talk to and always has uh a lot of good feedback and 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 uh is a smart kid but um uh, but you know we'll have a full gate of uh uh guys that are out there you know trying to knock off zach osborne i personally was uh surprised that zach decided to to stay on the 250 this summer, but I'm also glad. Uh, I, I, I hope that um, he has another great run and and uh, is available for the Motocross of Nations in uh, in October because we need our very best guys uh, if we're going to win that thing back at Redbud. But um, you know, a lot of racing between now and then, and uh, you know, in the 250 class, you know, Zach's going to be defending, but Jeremy Martin's already got two titles knows his way to the the winner's circle and uh guys like austin forkner and uh all the tld guys uh it's going to be really uh, plessinger you, you just did a podcast with aaron right uh he's he's uh i think he's now that he knows how to win a championship and get a title on lockdown he's going to be something to deal with this summer so the 250 class despite the absence of uh adam and martin you know another good guy uh, it still should be exceptional. Absolutely, chocked full of talent, and uh, I'm always a, uh, a like a, a 
uh, I, I really like when I see uh, championships being able to be defended. I think that uh, uh, Zach Osborne puts himself in a good position to, to, to and I think well, maybe the, the, maybe there's the odds on favor, but not by much uh, to, to, to defend his title. But uh, I'd like to see him uh, have a great season as well as, yeah, like you said, Aaron Plessinger. Now he's a champion in the sport. And um, if you knock down one of those 250 championships, now you got your eyes set on becoming a double champion in the sport in one year. And, uh, and he's definitely a threat for it. So uh, we, we've definitely got uh, some, some really cool things to look forward to on that side of things on the 250s. Uh, 450s, uh, on the other hand, I think there's a lot of people who have probably forgotten that there's a guy coming in uh, who's going to be running the number one plate all the way through the summer on the Kawasaki. Maybe not uh, a Supercross season he wants to write home about. But uh, I think probably this year, more than any other year, there's a lot of uncertainty as to how that championship's going to play out. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I know that Eli uh, Tomac, who I'm obviously you're talking about, yeah. uh, you know, like you said, not not the way he won Supercross to turn out. I personally would be really happy with eight wins. <laughs> yeah, but, as well. Yeah, yeah. I think anyone would be, but but after you've done that, like he did last year, uh, two years in a row, is is you know not certainly the way he expected it. But you know, that's that's it's a long series in Supercross. Um, is 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 a survival run even more so I believe than than motocross. You know, outdoors you have you have twelve weekends. You got to keep it together. But in Supercross, you know, with seventeen eight seventeen races and eighteen weekends, uh, even though it's just one main event or, or shorter racing, as it were, uh, it's tough to stay healthy. And and when when both Eli and Marvin had their issues in the first couple races, and then Kenny got hurt. Uh, you know, Jason Anderson grabbed it with both hands and just never let go. And um, so, yeah, I, I I can see Eli being very, very much uh, amped up to get some vengeance. And, and I can see Marvin as well. You know, it's hard to believe that 10 years ago, Marvin was the MX2 world champion for the first time. Right. So uh, it's been a while since he won uh, uh, a motocross title. In fact, he's not won one here in America on the AMA circuit. So, so he will be just as amped up. And and you know, you you can not count out, even though he's coming back from a, a double injury. Ken Roxon, um, you know, he's he's missed uh, Supercross for two years now because of injuries, uh, and and both of them very nearly career ending. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm sure you guys all. Everyone listening saw what happened, you know, to to Kenny and Cooper that crash they had. In, I believe it was San Diego. Um, he's lucky his hand didn't get severed, yeah, or he didn't totally. lose some fingers in that accident because uh, when his hand went up into the swing arm and Cooper's wheel was spinning, that was that was pretty frightening. And I know it's been harder to come back, I think, than he anticipated. Uh, but he is riding now, and and uh, uh, you know. He he's probably dying to to uh, get on a starting gate and 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 bang some elbows with everyone. So it'll be fun to watch all those guys and and of course the new Supercross champion and Jason Anderson. Uh, he he just looks like a different guy this year. Um, you know he's he he he's got a really smart racecraft about him. Uh, he 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 wins uh, when the opportunities are presented and uh, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And uh, you need that in a, in a summer-long series. So I see those four guys as being the, the, the real elite guys to start with. But after that, you know, a lot of guys could break in. 
For sure. Uh, a guy like Blake Baggett, who's uh, not only won an outdoor title on a 250, was uh, definitely nipping at the heels of uh, Eli Tomac throughout last year. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're totally right. Uh, like uh, Jason Anderson to me right now is uh, maybe if we'll look back at this time of this time period of his career, we, th- we thought of as his prime. I think this is talent and maturity kind of uh, um, becoming a one, one cohesive thing. And that's an exciting thing to see on my part. But uh, um, this is this is going to be a great season, and I know that there's a lot of uh, races that you'll not only be attending, but have a lo- have a, a big hand in. Um, what does the the week to week events look like for you? Uh, and what, which one of the, which one of the events are, do you have the biggest hand in uh, in kind of making it is what they are, kind of your baby sort of thing? Uh, well, that's that's that depends. I. I um... Uh, I, I obviously, you know, work at all of them, uh, although I do uh, tend to take one or two off around Loretta Lynn's uh, because by then everything's up and running uh, and, and I'm not maybe as, as necessary. But, but we, we have a, a really big and good crew of people at, at MX Sports Pro Racing um, and also each of the, the, the national promoters has their own, you know, inner group um, a lot of times the work that I'm doing takes place long before, uh, anyone's even thinking about outdoor motocross and, 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 and well after it as well. It's kind of a, a year round job. Um, sentimentally, I love Mount Morris cause that was, you know, my dad's, uh, national track and, and, you know, still our family runs it along with the, the Holbert family that owned the property. Uh, I love going to Redbud. Uh, I've always been a fan of um, uh, just the first two races in California. Uh, there was a time when I had my issues with uh, Glenn Helen and, <laughs> and vice versa, but that's all well behind us. And uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, this is the first Glenn Helen National that'll happen without uh, Tom White, right. who is the the person, the single person. The single most responsible person for getting Glenn Helen um, back on the national schedule and, and, and getting us and Glenn Helen uh, back on the same page. And uh, I love going out there and working with Lori and Jody and, and uh, the whole crew uh, because uh, uh, they, they work really hard and they, 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 they do a good job. And uh, the weird thing about Glen Helen is everyone thinks of it as their home race in the motorcycle industry. Right. So everyone wants a free ticket, free pass, free whatever, you know, and if they're not asking Lori, they're asking me, if they're not asking the teams, they're asking. And, and so that one's kind of a headache to be honest with you. Yeah. But, but I love the headache. You know, it's, 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 it's well worth it. Uh, especially, you know, once Jody and Carl and the gang get finished with the track and it's always, spectacular and 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 i've i'm glad it's back and like i said with tom not being there this year for the first time i think everyone's going to work extra hard to make it a a really special event so you know they're they're all fun brad i i i enjoy them all i i i enjoy i know people at every round i i have you know certain restaurants or bars or places i like to visit when i go to every round and so I'm just looking forward to the the schedule as a whole. Absolutely, it's a summer to look forward to, and it is unfortunate to uh, to not have um, 
Tom White at this uh, this this coming up Glen Helen. He was a guy who uh, was kind enough to give me the time of day more often than uh, than I probably deserved it, and even having uh, giving me two hours to take me through the early years of motocross museum that he's got on his property. And uh, Tom White was the kind of guy that uh, didn't matter if you were a, a somebody or a nobody, he'd make you feel like the only person in the room, and uh, he's sorely missed. Yeah, and and he's also irreplaceable. Right. Um, not the the you know, it's a cliche sometimes to say it, but in Tom's case, um, he he was he was the best of us, and uh, and I I miss him, and and I know that uh, there are too many people in the motorcycle industry that I don't even know that probably consider Tom White a great close friend. Uh, so it's just a testament to the person that he was and and uh you know i'm actually going into that national looking forward to it uh more than i ever have simply because it'll be nice to to be around his memory his family uh his crew and uh we'll do we'll do the best we can and um um yeah it's uh didn't mean to sidetrack on on preview and then preview in the nationals but uh uh, he was a really good friend, and uh, not just to me, but to my whole family. For sure, I, I, I can't I can't stress it enough. The guy was uh, pure gold, and uh, just any time that I had an interaction with him uh, was not only a, a memory made, but uh, a day made because the guy just knew, knew how to make you feel like you're uh, you, like you're a smart person. He knew how to make you feel important, and uh, and, and it was always a great engagement. So uh, um, with that, I, I honestly, I, I hope that uh, you guys are able to uh, put on a, uh, an event for the ages. Uh, Glen Helen is, like you said, a track that everyone thinks is their, their, their home national as they probably go there and try and hang a wheel with a few pros on every Thursday that comes by. But, uh, um, and it's a, it's a track that a lot of people uh, just absolutely flock to. And, uh, and for that reason, I feel like uh, pro moto cross is that much more relatable than any other form of of off-road racing because uh those who line the fences are are oftentimes people that you could be found on the other side of that fence people who actually ride these tracks they they own motorcycles they're they're purchasing gear and and the reason why they love to watch the the pros go is because they 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 do so at such a fantastic rate and they make it look really easy when they do it um, and, and maybe speak to that a little bit, just that the way that motocross, pro motocross, uh, relates to, uh, your weekend warrior who could only imagine to go as fast as these guys go. Well, it, 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 it is, it's a, it's an opportunity to, to, you know, see someone ride a bike the way it's supposed to be ridden right. or, or the, the way, the way it can be ridden. And, you know, I, I, I'm just a bit, just as big a fan of, of supercross uh, I, I just like re- watching people race dirt bikes. I like being around them. I like the culture. I, I like the events. Um, you know, outdoor motocross is, is more grassroots simply because, uh, it's more rural. It, it's, 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 you know, any place that you, you know, it, it's hard to go ride at Anaheim stadium. Right. You know, uh, although, you know, to, to Feld Motorsports credit, they are trying to do more amateur supercross events, but, uh, still, you know, when you, when you grow up riding, uh, you know, at, at Southwick, uh, that one time a year when the, the national comes to town, it's a, it's a big deal. And it's, 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 it's a, a professional sporting event, but it's also something of a, of a reunion and maybe even a homecoming for a lot of people. Uh, you, you kind of get to wrap it all into, to one and, and, and enjoy, uh, you know, you know, seeing guys, 
ride the track you rode and dreaming about how you wish you were them or could have been them or might one day be them if you're a kid. And uh, also, you know, watching someone ride a dirt bike around an unbelievably rough and, and, and challenging track is, is just a thrill, even if you're the only person there and they're the only person there. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a good weekend anytime you spend a weekend at the racetrack. Absolutely. The only depressing part might be if you happen to ride uh, Amateur Day the day before and happen to uh, compare your lap times to those who are on uh, uh, fantastic motorcycles, maybe putting in uh, a lap time almost a minute faster than you were. But uh, I won't talk about my experience 2013 Millville any more than that. Um, <laughs> coming out to, to more of these races, I, I absolutely love the way that you guys have uh, not only uh, packaged the, the, the uh, being at the race, but um, guys like myself who, who can't make it out to every single round and don't maybe don't have the, the TV channel or the TV channels that you guys are able to, uh, to broadcast them on, uh, all 12 rounds live, on demand, and commercial free. Uh, this was something that was huge to me basically for, for a number of reasons. Um, but that, that's coming back again this year. And uh, you can tell us a little bit more about that and how much of a success the uh, NBC Sports Gold app has been. Well, it's it's uh, it's been a, a big success not only for the the, the series but also for NBC. Uh, you know, television viewing is is changing rapidly. Uh, people are cutting the the cord. Uh, they're 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 you know kind of ordering their television a la carte. You know, picking the channels and the things that they want to watch, and you know they also want to watch things sometimes wall to wall and 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 see you know every bit of it and and with NBC sports gold um you know there's not an opportunity in the world uh or a network in the world that exists that wants to show four straight live hours of motocross racing um it it just it's not going to happen especially in the United States by doing the NBC sports gold package we have opened it up and also opened it up internationally that if you if you want it there it is 55 bucks you can see uh all 12 rounds and and archive them and watch them over and over and and watch them either live or on demand and uh it's it's something that's helped us immensely especially in canada where you know i don't care what sport you you're in or you know uh there's always a problem seemingly when you cross the border, yes. you know, this country doesn't get that network or, you know, uh, it was, a, I remember it was a problem when all the French guys were here, like, you know, Villeman and Roncada and Tortelli and Pichon. And yet we, the AMA did not have a TV package in France, which, you know, meant we'd get a lot of angry letters and calls and stuff that, you know, there was nothing we could do. That was between, whatever the network was at the time in, in Canal Plus or whatever okay. it is in France. Well, in, in Canada, as you know, uh, it was, it's always been tough to get networks up there. So by, by circumventing that with, with uh, the NBC Sports Gold package online, it, 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 it definitely changed my inbox because uh, I would get just dozens of letters and notes uh, from, from motocross fans in Canada who really wanted to, to watch and follow along, but just couldn't. And uh, we weren't able to do much until this came along, and, and now it works better. I don't know why the United States and Canada don't have a, a good um, uh, re reciprocal relationship when it comes to a lot of TV shows. Uh, I have to buy my Trailer Park Boys on 
DVD. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, it's gotten a lot better in recent years. Absolutely. And rest in peace, Mr. Le- uh, yeah, Mr. Leahy. Um, and you know, I, I totally agree. And, and for, for more reasons than not just um, being able to watch it on my TV screen at home, uh, I'm not sure if, if, if you're totally aware, but motocross is, uh, at the professional level and the amateur level, a participant sport. Most people... Uh, who love this sport, do this sport, and on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, most people would would be pretty hard-pressed to not rock, go ride their motorcycle in exchange for, for watching it on, on TV. So in uh, a lot of times, I've either been at the track between uh, motos and, and kind of uh, uh, recovering from arm pump, uh, watching pro races or um if i if i'm at a a race that we happen to have on a saturday if i can't be at the uh, the pro nationals i can watch it i can watch it on demand uh and it's it's commercial free and uh whether it's like on my phone crystal clear awesome love it or, or uh, if if i can patch it through in through my uh, my tv at home it's uh, through my laptop it works out really really well and i couldn't be happier about that because honestly the nationals was something that um unless i could find them on youtube or some other way uh it was really difficult to watch it prior to and uh then it this this has completely changed my ability to watch those races well that 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 was the hope and that was the goal and so i'm i'm glad to hear it works and those races that I miss, uh, I'm on. I'm on uh, NBC Sports Gold too, uh, and and um, and I also, you know, I watch all the MXGP races on MXGP-TV.com, the yeah. the site that UStream has. Uh, I, I just I consume motorcycle races. I, I love to watch. I, I got you know, at least, at least in Europe, I got my favorites. It's kind of hard to have favorites here in the states. Uh, you know, because we're conducting the series, but um, it, uh, it I enjoy watching um, any kind of racing. I've been doing that on this day in motocross series on RaceRx Online, and going back through and finding a lot of old GPS uh, that I never saw, and checking out old tracks and stuff like that. And um, it, it's 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 almost like I'm a detective sometimes when I get online, you know, searching out some of these old races, but. They, they they exist. You just gotta you gotta get the right words and find them. And that's no longer the case with NBC uh, Sports Gold. You just go to it. It's there. Absolutely, and it's it's available on demand. Like I said, and I I, I encourage anyone who's listening, regardless of uh, where your uh, your your home address is, get that uh, that app, watch them, and enjoy the series that, that drops May nineteenth in Sacramento, California, Hangtown. Um, and I, I understand that you also, uh, uh went on a, a little bit of an excursion up to, to Europe to, uh, did you end up watching, uh, uh, a, a GP mixed in there as well? Yeah, I went to, uh, Trentino, Italy, um, to the, uh, second GP that was on the continent Okay, and, uh, got to see, uh, Caroli versus Hurlings again. Uh, only this time, uh, Hurlings was able to put it to, to Tony uh, and also, I got to see Jorge Prado and uh, Paul's Jonas in the uh, MX2 class. Tom Covington was there, but um, and he won a moto, which was fantastic. But um, didn't have a, his best day. And then uh, Darian Sinai, uh, he uh, was hurt, unfortunately, yeah. in practice Before and an didn't MCL. get the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been struggling with that, but. I got to see him and talk to him and visit for a little while, but yeah, it was a good trip. Uh, anytime I get a, a chance to go to a race in Europe, which seems like it's every couple of years, 
try to go and, and enjoy it. I, I've been meaning to get up to one of the, the Canadian nationals. I haven't been to one uh, since I think, I think the last one I went to was Walden or, or, or Gopher Dunes uh, one year and uh, enjoyed them both a lot. I, I know there's been a lot of changes up there uh, and look forward to seeing how, how it all plays out. For sure. Now with the Triple Crown Series in there, you might have to uh, circle that uh, on your calendar sometime or uh, later on in the fall time. I don't know what your schedule looks like, but rumor has it that the Montreal Supercross uh, might be coming back. And anytime you can go to the, town, the friendly city of Montreal, it's probably a good opportunity to go do that and you want to take advantage of that. Yeah, well, I also hope that the TransCan comes back to Walton. Yeah. Uh, that, that uh, you know, I, when I was lucky enough to go there, you know, it was like, it was like going to Loretta Lynn's, and uh, I was astonished uh, that it went away a couple of years ago. I still scratch my head at that, but I'll admit, I don't understand everything about Canada. <laughs> and just as I'm sure people in Canada, Canada don't understand everything about um, how things work in the States, but I would love to see that race get um, back to its its uh, deserved and, and traditional glory, and uh, you know, for sure, I, I I I have enough things on my plate. But if I if I didn't, I'd be up there busting my ass trying to help those guys get that going again. Absolutely agree, and uh, it's funny that you'd mention it. And I think it's it's kind of cool that. There, there are a lot of amateur nationals sprinkled all across uh, the the, nas- uh, the nation, both in the United States and, and uh, a little bit in Canada. Uh, but Walton was was really kind of like, kind of labeled as the Loretta Lynn's of Canada. And how much how special is that to you, for you to have uh, our biggest event um, and basically uh, just like directly compared to a, a very special event for you? Well, it, it's you know it, it, it's flattering and, and and it's wonderful and and I I uh, you know the the Loretta Lens experience is 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 pretty special. Anyone who's been there uh, would certainly uh, understand that. And uh, when I heard that you know Walden was the 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 Loretta Lens of Canada, that piqued my interest, and I thought I'd go you know check it out and. Uh, it was, and it was. It rained like hell when I was there, and the amateurs, you know, toughed it out. Uh, but everyone was having so much fun that it was just like when it rains at Loretta Lynn's. It was, you know, it was like the end of summer, uh, it, and like I was saying about going to a pro race, it was it was part reunion, part convention, part homecoming, uh, both the first and last day of school. You know, it was all kind of rolled into one. If you were a motocrosser. And and that's what the way my dad sort of you know conceived Loretta Lynn's and certainly uh, the way that uh, the, the Walden was and uh, I like I said I, I very proud that someone would compare anything uh, to Loretta Lynn's or or model anything after Loretta Lynn's but having been there uh, thirty eight years I I can see why absolutely I mean, we're gonna definitely gonna circle more than a few. Uh, motocross events on my calendar coming up this summer. Glen Helen being the first national I look to uh, to attend, um, and uh, that, that is the se- the second round. Uh, first one dropping May nineteenth, ten days from today. Uh, go to uh, promotocross.com. Uh, yeah, promotocross.com and uh, look at the schedule. You can purchase tickets, I believe. You can get the NBC Sports uh, app as well. Uh, and just um, become a motocross nerd just like I am, just like Davey is. And uh, Davey, I really appreciate you coming on today to give us a little bit of info. And uh, yeah, come on the show. 
Hey, I appreciate it. Always fun to bench race, and uh, I will see you at the races. Thank you very much.